Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Drifting Prime, and I am your host, Gerald Hernandez. And this week's guest is none other than Wisdom Media, Dave Martin. Uh, he's doing some things with drifting. He's a media guy, obviously. I don't know if you guys have seen him. He's worked with Jeff Jones, Kyle Mohan, um, Rome Charpentier, Rathena Gomer, uh, Brianna Lynch. She's been on here. Uh, Andrew Atala, who's been on, that was kind of like his first video into drifting. Uh, now he's learning to drive with, uh, Naoki up at the Drift 101 school. See where he's at, um, with that. He's going to be making a series on that. He's also doing a series called That's Drifting with Stephen Jasper, a young kid. He's been on in the past, he was on like towards the end of last year. Uh, just about all the trials and tribulations that go through drifting, and he's just getting into it, so he's kind of like filming someone's start, and the kid wants to go all the way pro, so hopefully he does, and Dave can actually follow all that. That'd be really cool to see, uh, but thank you. I hope you guys enjoy the show. All right, hello? Yeah, what's up, man? Uh, my recorder just decided to, like, shut off for no reason right now, so... Let's hope that don't happen again. Oh, oh, it's not meant to be, man. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> What's up, man? How's everything? Uh, I'm doing good. How about you? How's everything? Not too bad. Uh, you know, living my Same. best life, watching my car run yeah. away in the garage. I saw, uh, I saw your post <laughs> about of your. Uh, of your when you got a dream, but then your your oh yeah caption got discombobulated for me. So then <laughs> you never seen that I little that YouTube it. video? No, I don't think so. Oh, I gotta send it to you. It's great. It's a little boy. Yeah, I I create a lot of content. I don't watch a lot of content. I uh, think that's been a big. Uh, I I learned a lot of this this year that I gotta start doing that. So yeah, send me videos. I need you to know, see if you don't watch on. it, I don't blame you because. Uh, I can see why you may, you wouldn't you may not be interested in watching somebody else's stuff that you do. Yeah, well, is it a is it a car thing? Uh Are we, are we, oh. No, it's like uh I don't know, like I I well, just have like, no interest in watching other people drifting. Like they they're like follow my YouTube page and I'm like, mm, I do the same thing, man." Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, funny enough, I was right before you called. I was actually watching uh, Camart's new video. Uh huh. This dude like puts out some killer shit, man. I actually really admire his work. Oh, I do watch. No, I watch stuff like that, like on Instagram. But I don't like go it like to full like YouTube. I stay away from for the most part. If I need to learn I how know, to do man. something, I'll go on YouTube. Right. Um, but that's pretty much. As far as I'll go into it. Like, I'm not going to go watch what um, Adam LZ did over the weekend. Like, he just doesn't... <laughs> I just have no interest in it. But if, he's, if he, he like, no, posted yeah, a video yeah, of, yeah. like, how to rebuild the transmission, and I need to rebuild that transmission, guess who's watching that video? Me. Because that's what I need to learn. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't find anybody... You know what's crazy is I don't find anybody in the space that we're in, drift-wise, or at least, like, this little niche. I don't find anybody doing that when it comes to, like media or even really when it comes to learning how to drift you know mm -hmm. 
So that's kind of like where I ended up coming into this and partnering with uh, Drift 101 and doing all that shit. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, before we get too far into it, why, why don't you uh, introduce yourself? And okay. You didn't. You didn't. But if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself so people know who you are. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm Dave Martin. I run Wisdom Media. Um, we've been around in the Drift scene for maybe about like two and a half years now. And we're switching over this year from doing strictly media for others to turning the com- the cameras around and now filming ourselves and kind of documenting this year, um, doing some new things like learning how to drift and getting more connected with people within the drift community and blah, blah, blah. How are you, man? Uh, I'm not doing too bad. Just busy at work um this is this is work right? finally uh, no 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 for you this is work i have a day job oh. <laughs> <laughs> i have a day job on top of trying to do this podcast which doesn't take too much of my time so i don't complain and i kind of enjoy talking to people which is weird for me because i actually don't actually enjoy talking to people in real life um same man. <laughs> i'm actually very much the same i uh, i mean on the track i'm pretty cool i'm cordial and i say hello and stuff but i have a hard time kind of uh connecting past that with a lot of people and i think i'm just a strange individual just and socializing <laughs> yeah and I, I feel you. yeah um that i'm barely starting to work on this car now um it's kind of just been sitting in limbo recovering from the holidays financially and getting ready to are you competing this year what's going on with your program man uh about- still to be decided uh i'm okay. doubtful i'm going to be running the full season of the drift league if i run it at all um, okay i think i want to finish the car and then just focus on seat time this year not really concerned with uh competition if i do do competition uh it's only because irwindale is down the street for me it's 175 bucks to enter right and you get a lot of seat time there because if if the car count is low, you get a lot of seat time, and it might be more right. beneficial for me to get that seat time there because it's cheaper than for me to like drive up to Willow Springs, which costs the same amount, but now I got to spend, you know, an extra hundred and fifty bucks on fuel um, right. and stuff like that. So what? What about uh? What about Green or Apple Valley Speedway? I hear that's a good place and cheap to practice. Cheap to practice, but it is it does cost like eighty bucks to get there and back. It's pretty unforgiving too if you make a mistake too. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, and I I've broken a wheel there probably like every time Ouch. I go there, and you know a lot of people will make fun of you for it, like stay on the track then, but like nobody stays <laughs> on that fucking track. I don't care who it is. Um, yeah, no, I used to probably be someone who would like laugh or make fun of people when I would watch them drift. Like ah and, fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, but now now kind of being behind the wheel myself. Uh, it's it's a little. I, I have a whole new perspective of drifting and the driving behind it for sure. That definitely gives you a new respect for it. For sure, yeah. And I and I and there's a lot of people that I uh, I don't judge or anything to that aspect. But when I see people with cool cars and then their driving skill isn't really as up to par as cool as their car is. Yep. Um. I I, I you know everybody has an opinion, right? And so I have my own. And yep. And no. even those people, I feel a little for now, you know, uh, even though, you know, they, 
you know, kind of do it to themselves, you know, overbuild and, and not enough seat time kind of stuff. But I still can feel for them because this, this drifting shit is not easy, you know? Yeah, I, uh, coming from a perspective of somebody who's overbuilt their car, like, firsthand, I've made that mistake, and I know it's a huge mistake. That's why I'm kind of... I'm trying to do two birds with one stone this year. I'm trying to make sure I build it so it doesn't break again, and I can just be as nice. consistent as possible and drive as much as possible. Nice. Yeah, I have actually noticed you've become a, a bit of a, an advocate for uh, don't overbuild. Don't, I don't think it, I've been watching your page, and you've been and, and I'm, some a, stuff. I'm I uh, I'm one of those people that has to like learn on his own. Like people could tell me all day not to do something i'm gonna be like i want to do it now like if it says don't touch the button i'm gonna push the fucking button so because i want to know what it does and uh i learned first time i'm exactly i'm exactly the same way uh my first lesson with naoki he uh he was telling me don't clutch kick don't clutch kick and i was and i was doing exactly that just because i just (laughs) i wanted to make that mistake you know and realize what i'm doing and how to do this and yeah yeah, i have to make my own mistakes but i was totally pissing him off for sure (laughs) <laughs> he'll get over it uh but yeah. let, let's let's go back to the beginning um so let's let's talk about what wisdom media is uh and how you got into drifting and then we'll kind of uh, see how the, it snowballed the from there yeah oh man this is such a familiar story that i feel like i've told almost everyone that i've at least for sure worked with uh so Texas round of Formula Drift. Actually, let's take it back even before that. So we used to do, we used to shoot car shows. I used to shoot like small businesses and, and whatnot. And we connected with Clean Culture and Car Physics. And they had a car show in Santa Anita at the horse racetrack. <clears throat> and me, uh, my boy Lucas, who's also on the team. And then at the time, our buddy Todd, he uh, flew drone. We went down there for a few hours. We filmed a little bit. We made kind of like a cool video, and then uh, I think your buddy Andrew Atala, he reached out to us and was like, "Yo, I saw my my car in your video, and if you guys are ever down to film like drifting stuff, let me know." And it was kind of a space none of us on the team, uh, film wise, really knew much about. Lucas was kind of an enthusiast of the sport, but I don't really follow many sports motorsports anything trendy so my space was more like small businesses well these drivers uh, that do these things um, are going to need to impress these small businesses that they wrap their cars with so i thought well maybe this could be a business uh ended up going to at the time it was called grange it wasn't apple valley speedway we met up uh, Andrew Atala there, and we made like a cool little video for him, which was, dude, I don't even remember. This was before September of 2017, so it might have been like August around that time. And then Spike Chen, uh, Spike Drift, who for I have no I have no idea why who who uh, does not does no longer follow us and has blocked us on Instagram. Uh, decided to fly us out to cover his media. We expressed to him, we have no idea what we're doing when it comes to this stuff. We're just kind of like storytellers slash filmmakers, um, amateur filmmakers at that. Uh, And then he flew us out to Texas. We stayed with him for like four or five days. Um, He ended up crashing into the wall during practice, so he didn't even get to qualify and we were walking around the paddock and we ended up meeting jeff jones 
and connecting with Jeff Jones. And as soon as we connected with Jeff Jones, it was like we kind of instantly uh, we got along really well right off the bat. So um, we agreed then going into 2018 to covering Jeff Jones media uh, for all the Formula Drift rounds. And that's kind of how we broke into Formula Drift media. Um, and then we would just for fun kind of create these little recaps uh, that incorporated every car kind of um, with Formula Drift. And yeah, and now we're here. <laughs> and so now we're here. But it, in between that, you also did a lot of pro-am work. Uh, well, to com- be completely honest, we didn't really break into the grassroots slash pro-am section of things until I'd say maybe towards the end of last year. We would do pro-am. We would cover some pro-am drivers that would, you know, pay us our rate. Um, but we wouldn't. We 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 tried to stay away from doing anything for free, only because it. it, it a lot of people, especially drivers, don't really understand um, that media has their own cost. You know, we we have to buy our own equipment. Uh, we have to get, you know, pay our own gas to get out to these events. We have to pay our own food. Nobody's paying for our way to go out to these things. Um, but for whatever reason, and, and it's so weird to me, it's so easy for a driver to just reach out and be like, hey, can I have some free stuff? And it's kind of like, well, as a driver, would you, for a company, say, would you go out to the track for free, you know, and rep this company on your door, you know, for no money, for for just for fun? And obviously, you guys are going to have a cost to that, too, right? So you would at least want your cost to get out there and to do the work to be covered, right? So it's kind of the same concept for media, um, only... (laughs) the media aspect of things has become so saturated with, with more, I believe fan type people who are in media who just kind of want to be around drifters who want to be around the scene. Um, and those guys kind of kill it for guys who are trying to come out and, and be more impactful. Um, and I'm not saying anything wrong with it. Like, you know, every, all I'm saying is I, I believe media, if you're going out there and you're shooting photos or video and you're just giving this stuff out, there should be some type of benefit to you um, doing this. It should not be something that you do for free. And that this is where we were at maybe six months before, well, like two years ago. This is where we were at because we were starting to get paid to do FD stuff. Um, and then even to do all that stuff, we were, we weren't making money. We were kind of, we weren't even evening out, to be honest, we were still spending our own money. It just wasn't as much as if we were to do it at our own cost or or the cost was on our own, uh, in our own pockets. So yeah. Um, like, like, uh, coming into the pro-am sector, we're, we're now starting to kind of me personally go to these kind of like grassroots slash pro-am events um andy slady i think was the last one that i just went to and i think i'm gonna go to circuit spirit next um and again i go to these things more so kind of to cover anyone that i'm you know that i have there like andy slady was a benefit because i got to uh film for brie brie lynch Helmet yeah Hair. uh who's yeah, she's she's actually progressing really well, and I'm 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 excited about her program this year and how well she's uh, her plan to to kind of get more seat time and drive more, and especially because my name is on the side of her door. So, 
that gets me excited. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, after all the FD stuff, just kind of long story short, um, we kind of broke out of FD. Um, and to be completely honest, for 2020, um, every person that we've given a proposal to has pretty much denied that's been, that is an FD driver has denied because the proposal kind of is a little more than what they would normally pay for for media. But at the end of the day, like I've cut everybody an extended discount and it's kind of one of those things where if you can afford it, great. If not, it's no big deal kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And that's just kind of how I run it and how I want to run wisdom. I kind of run, want to run it more as a business than as just, uh, say, a freelancer giving out video content. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it makes sense because you're trying to make a living off of this. You, know, you can't do shit for free. Right. And I've, and to be completely honest, I've never been about making money off the driver. I've always been about trying to allocate the funds from the sponsors. And, and the way that works would be how the driver represents themselves to the sponsor and how they're selling the media aspect of everything. Because that's really what sponsors are going to want at the end of the day. Some type of advertisement or um, promotional products that you can provide. Shit's pretty much stating that you're their salesman, you know? Yeah. And so that's that's kind of like I've never I've always made that very clear to every driver that I've ever worked with. Um, I like to try to attack the sponsors. And if we can can get the budget from their sponsor money, then that'd be great. But um, I've never overcharged a driver, you know, even uh, Don Shredda. I give the best rates to. And the only reason why, honestly, is because I do have almost like these uh, loyal customers, if you will, you know, of my work. Yeah, because you put out anybody who's seen your product knows it's a really good product. Like it's it's undeniable. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Uh, I was uh, I've always said that I like was, since the beginning. So I and I and I appreciate that. I've heard the podcast when you given uh, good compliments and and I always I always appreciate uh, good feedback. It helps me. I I I I'm very strong on. I do not believe that I'm the best. Um, I think there's a lot of great talent out there when it comes to media. I do think that I bring a certain aspect to what I do. And I think uh, it's it's more storytelling. And that's all I really want to do is kind of tell more of the backstory of the driver, who the driver is, why they're doing what it is that they're doing. And, you know, their their connection with even their car. Like every driver has a very special connection to their car. It's almost like this weird like avatar uh blue thing with the tail that connects to the hair and once you guys like touch that shift knob like you guys become almost like one with your vehicles it's so strange um but I, i'm feeling it now that i've like i said that i've been behind the wheel myself like i can totally feel that uh that connection and then uh, getting to learn the car and, and it's, it's a rush of emotions for sure yeah it definitely is um not having had the best luck, uh, which my own fault. I I always I always know that. Um, it's also there's kind of like it's a very humbling experience because you can get let the fuck down real quick. Dude, that was me this last so. Saturday. I, literally, I went down. Uh, I'm I'm still cutting the video right now because I'm actually. 
I'm a, uh, Naoki and I have partnered in a sense where he's agreed to give me a certain amount of lessons in exchange for a certain amount of content. And we're also working on a few projects together outside of this. Um, so it just kind of made sense. But I, I had to document, A, I've never been on camera before. So it's super weird for me to vlog, if you will. Um, and I've, I've already made up my mind that I will not be holding a camera and filming myself. So if I ever do an episode on anything, it's going to be somebody filming me and not me filming myself. I think that's really weird talking to yourself. Yeah, but I that's just that. I feel the same way. <laughs> I think I made like one um, yeah. and I deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I do the same and that's why I don't even want to make an attempt. So uh, yeah, I think uh, that's how I'm sticking with the, the recording of things. Uh, Juan, that is madness, uh, on Instagram, he filmed me this last weekend for my first time being behind the wheel. And not going to lie, like, on, on camera, I, I play the part, and I, and I, you know, I always like to be the I'm scared kind of guy. But I was kind of like, well, I don't think this should be this hard. I mean, with what he's going to ask me to do and blah, blah, blah. I walked in fairly confident and then i feel like the first half of the day literally was spent on trying to figure out the car like not figure out the car in a sense where you know i don't know how to drive stick or anything but more like connecting with the car and, and trying to build that relationship if you will so i did that and then towards the end i started progressing and then he cut the classes and was like no we're gonna go grab lunch now and i was like damn it so just when you feel like you're doing something right it's like Grange is closing their gates at 5 p.m. You know, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's how it felt for me that day. And I was I, like, geez, is this what every driver goes through? Did you uh, do you ever skate when you were a kid? Like, oh, yeah. Skate okay. And rollerblade. Both, so yeah. did I. And then that's how I felt. That's kind of how it feels with drifting. It's kind of you kind of I get that feeling again. Like just when you start getting the hang of something. You know that's a good. That's a good analogy. And, yeah, and then you your fucking mom's like, hey, you got to be home by seven. And I'm like, shit. Damn right. <laughs> yeah so it's uh i get it's it just warmed up man. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it's like i have a welt on my uh elbow the size of, of a golf ball because i've been falling on it all day but like i'm just getting the hang of it exactly you know you're so right that feeling of just landing that kickflip and you're like fuck i gotta like and then you're, it's so true yeah it's so true. It, that's how it feels with drifting and then it's like every time i feel comfortable something goes fucking wrong that's why I'm trying to get like the car like 100% with no issues. And then it's uh with that overbuilding thing, it's really a double-edged sword. It's cuz it's like once you start getting like a little bit more horsepower, like you have to support that horsepower. And it mm-hmm. which basically that's what it seems to all come down to is horsepower. Because like that's kind of like uh it's like you're damned if you do have it, you're damned if you don't. Because if you do yeah, have it, you're going to uh, break shit. If you don't have it, you know, you're not going to be able to keep up with the other cars. And that's not necessarily true. I know there are guys with, like, way less horsepower who kill it, undoubtedly. And they still break shit, too. But they're still, you know, they're breaking small shit. You, not as You know who I actually had the opportunity of getting a ride-along with, and I actually got some raw footage of, um, was that Stephanie Drifts. Uh-huh. Dude, I was mind blown by this person. Like, legitly, she... Like, the way she drove that car. Like, I I don't think I've ever really seen anybody give that much hand steering wheel action. Like, it was was beautiful, almost. And she was in that little 
86 Corolla. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how much horsepower it has. And it was completely stock. No roll cage. And, like, even my passenger seat had no bucket seat. But that shit fucking rocked, dude. And she, like, sent that shit, like, a rocket. And her initiation was crazy. So, like, it's totally possible with, like, a little kind of low horsepower kind of car. And to be honest, that's kind of where i'd like to be like i hear like starting off with more horsepower or someone told me to get a z that's the perfect car to uh to start in it really is i don't know i kind of kind of like the 240 just because it was lower horsepower and it it was a nice introductory maybe to to that day um but yeah naturally i mean i'm a dude i want to go fast right so (laughs) yeah you know uh stephanie drifts the first time i ever went to a thursday night drift um, at Irwindale, uh, I remember Stephanie Drifts was there, and this was this was in 2015. Uh, that's the first time wow. I uh, I had seen Rathina, and then like I remember my son was like four at the time. He's like, "Oh, those are girls." I was like, "Yeah, they do that too, bud." <laughs> I'm like, "It's okay." Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think there was another girl. I think her name was Melissa. Melissa Drifts, and I I was like, "Wow, man, these fucking chicks are killing it." And I remember that night, this is when Daryl Pri- uh, Priono was also out there. But that's when he was, like, first starting out. Um, and I remember seeing, like, Rathina. I was like, oh, shit, she's, like, one of the better drivers here. Um, she has a V8 car, so that was a very... I was, like, I'm very attracted to V8, so I was like, oh, shit, that thing sounds good. And there's a lot of smoke, so I was like, oh, yeah, she's killing it. And then I followed her for a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, it was, to- it was totally the car that you were attracted yeah. to, for sure. Oh no 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 no! I didn't. You made it weird. You had to make it weird. Um, I'm just messing, man. And then I work with the girls, so no, she's cool. Um, but he's like, yeah. And I just remember seeing that, and I was like, holy shit, you know. And I didn't realize that like it was so drifting was like so attainable. Um, a lot of people are like, I don't know where to start. Well, if you just buy one thing, you're that you're one step closer than where you were the day before. Right. Yeah, you know what's crazy is me myself getting into it just from the filming aspect. I think like even six months into working already with Jeff and doing all this stuff, I had no idea how inexpensive it can be if you do it right. And that's not you know? that's not necessarily to say do it right or wrong if you do it a certain way. Like you, you're, there's different ways to go about it. You could spend all the money you want, but you know, that may not get you very far. But if you're kind of, if you're a little bit smarter about it, you know, you can get further with a lot less money. Like Rome, for instance. When he came on here and right. told me that he only spent about 15 grand to run a Pro 2 season, you know, he's not counting the cost to build the car because I don't, I personally I don't think you should. I think, you know, if you already have the car, why are you going to count that in? Um, right. But if it's just for you to get to events and maintain your car, like, that's great. Like, that's like that's feasible even for me right so see uh, and and i don't know too much about budgets and doing all this kind of stuff i've heard everything from like a 70 grand budget for pro 2 and like 100 or 120 grand budget for pro 1 i don't know if any of this is but it varies so you gotta see like rome was very adamant about like like this is what i spent because that's all i spent like my car was built like a lot of guys uh, mm, not right. to speak for everybody, but a lot of guys are spending money to get to Pro 2, you know, really building their cars up, you know, to make it competitive in Pro 2. Right. And I get that. Um, they might have 
larger expenses depending on crew that they're using. You know, if you have like a friends that are like really there to support you, a lot of those guys will just right. they'll show up just to show up. Yeah, just fly them out. Mm-hmm. Give them like, a place to stay. You pay their way, and like they're they're gonna be there changing tires for you. Right, and that's kind of that's kind of where I kept falling into, to be honest. Like, um, I fell into that with Jeff, and then we kind of fell into that with with Rome, and really any pro one or I mean any pro driver that we've done media with. It always the driver always wants the media guy to themselves, you know. So it's kind of like the media guy ends up falling into that. Well, will you come out if I fly you out? And give you food and put a roof over your head. And that's great, you know, but a lot of times when we're out there and I cover media for someone specific, I give them their media. I give them like same day type stuff, you know, yeah. I mean? so there's a lot of work involved and and it's just, yeah, it's so frustrating sometimes trying to get people to understand that, you know, it's yeah, a paid type also, job, just like an engineer. You yeah, know? but you have to learn to like, day. you have to put value on your work. But yeah, you know what it's I mean? true. Like that shit's not free. Like I can't. Like, I've learned a lot more this year, I think, just doing little things. Like, this podcast has helped me learn a lot. Um, just adding value. Um, and I, when I I'm value, so I mean, like, as in a though. dollar amount. Like, adding value to what you have. Like, I have a podcast. And, like, some people don't see that as value, and that's fine. Um, but someone might, and hopefully one day they do, and I can not have to pay so much out of my own pocket. Um, yeah, for sure, dude. I, uh, I I'm actually so happy you kept this podcast. So like, I remember, much. I remember a few months ago, I think you were trying to get rid of it. I and was considering was, it, man. It was people, uh, yeah. You were one of them. <laughs> I was I was interested in buying this from you for sure. I had some ideas of it, but you know what? At this point, man, I got so much going on. I I wish I could run a podcast, but I've actually been offered a couple of times to like kind of co-host mm-hmm. or like. Kind of, kind of do a yeah i guess that type of thing for podcasts so i don't know we'll see i'm totally into it but so when i originally started this thing um i messaged everyone from from maximum driftcast uh i i don't even know if Corey opened my message uh i know that paco (laughs) did and i know that sam did and paco was like hey consistency so i was like all right i'll keep that in mind um Mm. and then sam was like hey best of luck you know Sam's actually really fucking nice. Uh, and, like, I this, the Paco thing really stuck with me. And it was, like, just, you know, consistency is key. And I was like, all right. So that's kind of, like, one thing I've learned is, like, if I don't put something out, it's, like, people fall off. Mm-hmm. And you can and I can see it in my, uh, what is it? Oh, I can't think of the damn word right now. Uh, you know what's crazy, dude? Um consistency seems to be the name of the game like it's not even a drift thing in fucking like, life consistency like, is the name yeah, of the game <laughs> yeah exactly. it's I'm, uh, I'm learning that shit myself yep. for real yeah uh, but like I'm, I'm seeing it in like in the results like from you know how many people are downloading the episodes because uh, the way with podcasts works we don't get like how many people listen to it like let's just say someone were to listen to this podcast but they didn't download it to listen to it I won't know. Mm. Yeah. So if you just stream, if you just stream it, it doesn't give me any information. But if you download it, then it gives me the info. Um, so all these fuckers on here right now are just that are just streaming. They're not. They're not adding a, a view or a, or a listen for you. They have to download it. 
Yeah, it's weird how it works. Um, I know that if you click a link in like the links that I have set up, that helps. But the um, but like let's so just say everybody listening to this right now needs to download it right, <laughs> right now. It, you know you don't have to. You do what you want. Um, but like it just stuff like that. That's just how the way the metrics work with this. As far as I know, uh, I could be wrong. I'm hoping, okay. I really hope that I'm getting more listeners, you know, than I am downloads, because that'd be cool. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm like, sure hey. you probably are. I mean, every all of these things are changing analytically. Like, uh, yeah. even even Instagram, there used to be a point in time where, like, I could post an Instagram post that was, like, maybe five seconds long, and then I can just leave it on my phone, just, like, consistently making views kind of thing so but now they did it in a way where like it's only one like your phone has an ip address almost so every phone gets their own view once it's been viewed and after that you can't get like re, like consistent views from like one cell phone watching the same video over and over again yeah and i didn't never do that for like that's a metric social purposes. media thing i get it <laughs> no, no no recently like i've and i've talked shit about people doing it before like following mm-hmm. people and then i'm following them to know like just to get a follow but i started noticing like the show the page wasn't growing like after a year so i just followed like i don't know like 6500 people and i was like nice and i just left it like (laughs) i haven't unfollowed them or anything but i just wanted more people to know about the show and that's why i'm assuming that people don't know is because like the biggest issue i have and i tell it to every i send every guest now a message like hey i want you to post about the show on your story when I post about it and I would like you to make your own post about it after the episode's released. Um, And even that's a struggle. And even that's a struggle. Like I'll only ask you once. I'm not going to ask you again. Uh, That's how I am. So if people don't do it, then they just don't do it. And and I'm okay with that. Uh, But I just think the show can grow a little bit more if people uh, were actually to help with that. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, I, I would love to see a video aspect of your shows. Oh, like, I know a uh, guy who makes like, videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but like some Joe Rogan type shit, you know, like showing you sitting across from your guests and just going hard on, on the drift talk, you know? Uh, I, I've considered maybe, that. Maybe no a... weed or anything, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, I don't smoke. Um, I did when I was a kid, but not anymore. If I do now, nothing gets done with my life. Um, oh, jeez. That's not good. <laughs> I just shut down. I'm like, the couch looks comfortable, and those Cheetos look banging. So You're that 90s commercial with the kid melting into the couch, right? Dude, for sure. <laughs> I even like fucking pizza rolls, but I'll fuck them up if I'm stoned. Um, <laughs> but it just comes down to like trying to get the show to grow more. Um, I think there's... I don't know if it's just me, but I kind of, I hope people don't think like the show is, is for like my self growth. I kind of want, I want the show to do, to help like the drift community more right. so than me. Like I, that's like, I don't even put like who hosts it on my Instagram page. Like obviously I say it. In the beginning. You uh, yeah, you're right. I probably you, should, but you, I just don't. You should. I think it's really important for people to know who runs this. Cause if you, it's kind of like. And I'm learning this myself. I'm, I'm trying to take my own advice and, and use it and, and practice what I preach. But I think it's really important for you behind the microphone to, for people to know who you are also 
uh, because that brings, I think a lot of people are attracted to the personality, you know, more so than what you guys are talking about and what you guys are, you know, discussing throughout the, the show. True. I think people are more interested in listening to you and how you're asking these questions and then the people that you're asking, like their responses, you know, that's, that's why people listen to these things. So I think you have two platforms right now to kind of market the Drift Pro-Am, the Drifting Pro-Am. Um, you have the Drifting Pro-Am on Instagram and then you have your own Instagram where you can kind of post episodes or like maybe little snippets or something. Um, just kind of start getting creative with how you market it, you know? Yeah, uh, I've considered that, but I'm not trying to gain like a whole bunch of followers on my personal page. Uh, I'm, I understand like where where the market is right now, and that's what's. We're, dude. How do I you say sound it? like me. Yeah, I don't care to have followers. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, you don't have to follow me. It's no big deal. If you want to, go ahead. You don't have to. Uh like it doesn't bother me. Like, but I want the page to grow. I want that that the page to have like. Uh, you know a good amount of followers because obviously then your show's getting um better I don't know, there's more eyes on it if there's more followers maybe some people will listen some people probably just follow just to follow and never listen to the show so there's that too you know i i'm uh i'm kind of in the same space you are with even this documenting my my drift experiences because by like, the way i think that's actually on? great so like it's Thanks, man. It's a great idea. I think it's cool to see, like, a lot of the media guys. Like, Ian Archer's been on before. Ian Archer used to shoot for everything Drift. I don't know if he still does. Uh, but he's okay. he's gone, like, full Pro-Am driver, and he, he drives really well. So Yeah, I don't – see, that's the thing. I, I'm My – to me, the dream is learning how to drift and learning how to control a car. That's my dream is, like, being able to, like – I want to be able to hop in anyone's car and be able to, like – fucking rip that thing and look like i know what i'm doing you know no no i i agree everybody without saying it I, it was a few years ago I, it was a facebook post or it was a post of some sort and it said something about how every drifter wants to wants to have people say like damn he's really good without having mm. to like say, say it themselves it. <laughs> yeah it's yeah. really it, i can't remember it like like word for word i'm paraphrasing so don't quote me on that yeah yeah um but, you know, obviously part of the dream is to go all the way to pro. And I, for me, like, it's to win pro one. Like, that's – I'd be stupid that's to crazy. not say that's, it. That's a real dream. Is that, is that really going to happen? Maybe. Is it likely? Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> is it possible? Yes. That's yes, crazy. it's possible for anybody. But uh, – and, Yeah. Anything's possible. And then, I think uh, – see – me personally, I, I I do not care to compete. I like I, I want the record to be known. I do not care to compete. I am not trying to be better than anybody else at the skill. I just want to progress in my own time uh, and gain my own skill and my own style to how I do things. And if I can eventually drive with some of the people even that I've worked with, I think that's a goal of mine is to be able to drive with the people that I've worked with. To go to with. the track and kill it with your friends. No, that's... Because you, you create relationships yeah. in this, and that's and I have, you know, I, I'm very aware of who my friends are and who my acquaintances are. Right. And I have uh, a large amount of acquaintances. I have very few friends. <laughs> um, Same. <laughs> no, I think people don't know the difference sometimes, and they're like, this guy's my friend. I'm like, mm, no, he's not. Uh, yeah. So I'm trying to 
just get better and then i want to drive with people like a lot of the guests that i've had on the show like they're fucking cool as hell um i've had some off guests that are kind of like we just didn't really click so it's kind of hard to get through the show for me uh i edit a lot right. sometimes so i have to like to get through it uh, <laughs> yeah. and that's a reality of having a podcast that's a reality of life like you're not gonna fucking get a you're not gonna hit it off with every single person uh, very true but i'm trying to get to that and then just get better and that's why i I want to drive more this year and I'd rather drive smaller events or, you know, not ne- not necessarily program events um, to be able to get that much, much needed seat time and just kind of yeah. hopefully come out for 2021 and actually obtain a license. That'd be sick, dude. I know, uh, I know a lot of people who are going for their licenses this year, whether it be everybody like is. one of those shootouts or yeah, yeah. Everybody in, in pro-am for sure i just uh me personally not a big goal for me to compete i would love everybody that i watch and that i know to like make it to that point for themselves if it's a personal achievement for them i'd love that for them but yeah i don't care to get a license or anything like that and i think that's what's gonna kind of make this documenting and this kind of storytelling a little different because it's not coming from somebody who wants to win anything yeah, it's just coming from somebody who cares to learn, you know, and, I, and I'm kind of like a sponge when it comes to information and experience and stuff. So I'm looking forward to it for sure. Definitely. Hopefully so, I can hopefully I can run doors with you, man. Someday, <laughs> someday I'll uh, be good enough to run doors with anybody yeah. <laughs> with <laughs> with anybody who's willing to let me follow him. Um I think I think you and me might be able to make it pretty good on the track right now at this. <laughs> oh no, I'll hit you for sure. Uh, and then so next coming out, uh, I already obtained the um, what is it? The damn website name? I can't think of the damn name right now. What is it called when you get a website? <laughs> the domain name. Uh-huh. Uh, oh. For driftingproam.com, I'm putting together just kind of like uh, it's. I want to get gathered since I already follow Proam like so closely. Like I'm always kind of like who's the leading points in which series. I want to put that all together in one website so people can kind of like go to that and see like who are the up and comers, who's most likely to kind of like get into Pro Two next year from these different Proam series and stuff like that. Uh, that should oh, yeah. be up and running by the end of the month. That's dope. Um, I don't know if I need to get okays to have like links. I don't. I don't think so. To have like a direct link to go to their website, if I'm just posting shit that they have already posted like publicly, I'm not gonna like steal their photos, but like just to post like, hey, this person's in the lead. This is their point system. Oh, uh, it's not for analytic purposes. Like your link, it's just to. Nope, it's just for informational purposes. Doesn't. Not making no money off of it. I don't make no money off of this thing. Um, hey man, not it was uh, maybe not too long ago that I started kind of making money myself doing media. I don't know if I'm trying to make <laughs> so, money off of it. Don't get me time. wrong. Ideally, in a perfect world, I would be able to do this and drive at no cost to me. Uh, but that's this isn't a perfect world, so we're not there yet. Uh, but anyways, I, I honestly I see with your podcast if you really like if you made this even your full time for an entire year, like think about it, like. We're supposed to live up to 100, right? So, like, one year is, what, pennies to the dollar, right? So, it's kind of like if you just dedicated, like, a full-time year 
to your podcast, I definitely think you can make money through advertisement alone. You know? Possibly. But crossing that bridge when I get there. When I feel more comfortable be, and the man. show has more uh, more of a foundation than it does now. And it's getting there. Um, we'll see. But let's get back to you. And you were supposed to be on with Stephen Jasper. That's right. Yeah, I, uh, so, I had to cancel that. I forgot why I had to cancel that. Uh, it bad. was a Sunday, and you have obligations on oh, Sundays. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, the Lord. Uh, it's yeah. it's a big one for a lot of people. So, um, so Steve was on here talking about the kid that just got into drifting, and he's going full force. Um, and I know we talk about a lot not to do this, but he's doing it. And for some people, it pays off. It really does. So let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, I have had the pleasure of hanging out with Stephen and his mom. I met his dad. Uh, very, very great family. You know, um, very, very good family vibes that they have. And uh, from my understanding, it pretty much his mom and his dad fully support his drifting program and he's just kind of in a position where it's like, you know, do I go to college or do I pursue a race car driving career or a drifting career, you know? And yeah, he's, he's pursuing the drifting career. And I mean, I mean, I support talent like that myself. I, I'm not very good. I think I've been around drifting enough to kind of see when there's something there you know, and this kid's only been driving, I think, maybe three, four times tops. Yeah. And the last time I saw him, he was in a V8 240 whipping around that greenhouse at Balcony. And I'm like, dude, this kid has not been driving for only three times. And his mom's like, yeah, he's he's got this natural talent. And Naoki's like, yeah, this kid's got this natural thing going. So naturally, I'm like, dude, I have to run this guy's media program you know so yeah i kind of gravitated to him a little bit uh naoki introduced us and yeah i think for this year he's going to be doing top drift and drift league and maybe even drift league light if uh, the series exists and yeah i'm going to be covering his media at all all competitive rounds for pro-am pretty excited for the kid too he's he shows a lot of good talent I think he's going to give a lot of people a run for their money. And uh, I haven't talked to him lately. We only spoke that one time. Is he moving forward with the car? Because I know he had some issues. He blew a motor. Yeah. Uh, so funny. You know, it's so weird that I'm I'm able to capture a lot of things that I'm able to capture. Um, because just by... I, I, I'm sure it wasn't luck, but... <laughs> For whatever reason, um, yeah, his his car blew up that day, and we were able to kind of get get it on film and, and document it, and it made for like a really good kind of opening video for him. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, he's definitely moving forward with the car. Um, and I think they're getting a new motor put in. Uh huh. And yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see the kid on the track next. What do you? What are the plans with that? To just to like document everything to see. Uh, some... Yeah, to document pretty much his progression. It, it's going to kind of work out uh, in a way. 
I mean, shout honestly, shout out to Drift One Hundred and One because they uh, they're getting a lot of marketing this year for sure. They're pretty much sponsoring a lot of the drivers that uh, that Naoki that he teaches his students. Mm-hmm. Um, so we put together this thing to be able to cover like uh, Shredda, Don Shredda. Um, we'll I'll be covering at at, at all the competitive rounds. Um, Steven Jasper. Uh, even depending i don't want to say any more names because i don't i don't have any confirmation but there's a couple more drivers that he has kind of like a team going um mm. that i'll be able to cover everybody under one umbrella oh nice at, at the pro-am events yeah so um it's gonna kind of work out that way where it's a team type feel but everybody is gonna have their own perspective of the day or their own kind of like recap of how their day went yeah, that makes everybody sense. Everybody knows not not everything's gonna go as smoothly as the guy next to you, and vice versa. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, j- just kind of characters in the grand scheme of things, if you think of it like that. What else are you guys working on for next year? Uh, a couple of production things that I don't want to like say too much about. Um, but definitely getting into like some stunt type work, filming, and nice. who knows? Maybe if I get maybe if I get good enough, Naoki may uh, make me a stunt driver <laughs> <laughs> in his in his little project. I doubt it, but you know, keep your fingers crossed. Right? No, that makes <laughs> sense for his school, though. I get yeah. it. Like to have yeah. that set up, yeah. and you know, it's very crazy. I, I didn't get to experience this for myself until Saturday when I went out there on the track mm-hmm. and he was kind of schooling me and giving his insight w- towards what drifting is and kind of what drifting means. And the guy really, he's kind of like the Bob Ross of drifting. He puts things in a way that's it's like so subtle and, and almost like euphoric. Like he, he paints this picture for you of what drifting spiritually kind of is and it makes you even think about like who you are as a person almost <laughs> it's so funny i left uh, i left at the end of the day willow springs like questioning myself like who the fuck am i you know yeah <laughs> all because of a drift lesson so <laughs> it's kind of nuts yeah and he's been doing that a while now right a long ass time yeah like since 2006 i think oh wow something like that Wow, yeah. that's a long. That's like fresh when drifting first got here, basically. Well, that's uh, well, that's another story I'm trying to get across because he's kind of like one of the elders of drifting in America. Or, in America, I don't, yeah. I don't know anything about him. So, um, like, I know that he teaches a class. I know he used to do FD, if, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if he's ever driven FD, but a lot of what. FD. I mean, it was him and Taka in the beginning, right? So I don't know too much of uh, I don't know too much of the story of the backstory, but I just know that him and Taka are kind of like FD elders out here. Yeah, you know, they've been around the longest and kind of teaching the longest. And I'm kind of interested in trying to pitch to him, maybe even telling his story a little more. Um, but he's a very reserved man, you know. Yeah. <laughs> No, that, that makes sense. Uh, I even thought about hitting them up to like after I get like super comfortable, just so I can uh, like 
since I already would already know like my own mistakes or at least be comfortable enough in my car to like be taught the actual mistake I'm making. Right. Uh, I thought about hitting them up too, to, uh, to run one of their classes and whatnot. Yeah. Every, you know, and I've heard a lot of opinions like, uh, in regards to receiving instruction. Um, like some people are like, Oh, you should talk to this guy about learning how to drift or you should go to this person to learn how to drift. And to be completely honest, when I first started working with Naoki, I, I had, I was kind of skeptical cause I'd never seen the guy drive before. I, I don't think I've ever seen like video of him driving. I've, now that I've worked with him, I've, I actually have my own video that I've captured of him driving, but nobody that I know has ever seen him drive. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah, I didn't know So that. I was a little skeptical when I first was like, okay, well, let's let's do this whole drifting thing. And I mean, in the grand scheme of things, really, Drift 101 and Naoki, they're kind of like my title sponsor right now, in a way, if you want to look at it that way. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like, not that I'm competing or anything, but they're kind of like sponsoring me their classes and their, their renting of the car and doing all this stuff uh, so that I can get better at the skill and then maybe even tell a better story, you know? Oh, definitely. Because at least now you have like firsthand experience. For sure. Like, uh, yeah, there's, I will say one thing. I know for a fact that when I create these videos, I don't think about like where where the hand and the steering wheel are like placement and, and I don't think about like uh, little moments of how much people are steering when they're doing something or like the shifting that they're doing or I don't pay attention to these things. I just, I'm in the car with the camera and I'm just trying to capture whatever I can capture, you know? Yeah. So now being in the car and learning how to drive and, and, and hopefully continuously learning how to drive um, I, I think this is going to be way beneficial for me and the content because now I know what to look for uh, when somebody's driving, you know, like their hand movements or where their face is looking or how they're, how much angles in their car, or, you know, like now I kind of have this new perspective of, of what I should be putting on, on film. Ah, yeah. So, so it's kind of made a full this, circle with you. Oh yeah. This is totally research. Like, <laughs> I don't want to give anyone the impression that I'm going out there and I'm like having fun and this and that. Like, this is this is definitely work for me, and it's research at the end of the day, honestly, for the work that I do. That that makes sense. It, it can help you make more quality video. Not that your stuff is not quality now. <laughs> definitely not saying no, that. No, man. My my shit is my my stuff is shit compared to, you know half these other guys out there honestly like there's so much creativity out there and that's what i like about certain guys that are doing media out there like uh i like the drone stuff with deadeye media i like um i like the whole animation stuff with cam art like that guy is sick with what he does mm -hmm. um, there's so much creativity uh, it's just i just bring something different and i think again the focus for me is telling the story of the driver and trying to connect people with the driver. And I've been told several times that I'm actually really good at getting people to like somebody that they didn't like before, oddly enough. Um, so someone will be like, I just made like this video for this person and they'll come in through the DMS and they'll be like, dude, before 
you put this video out. I didn't even like this person. I thought that they that's were like so weird. I thought they were like, <laughs> yeah, and then they saw the video and they're like, dude, that guy's actually pretty cool. And I'm still like, I'm like, you still don't know the guy, <laughs> you know? They're like, no, 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 he's really an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but no, it's it, it, it just amazes me what the power of this type of content has on people, you know? Oh, definitely. And that's why I stick to it. Uh, do you guys do anything other outside of drifting, or are you guys kind of like, is that your main focus right now? Uh, no, I do a lot of uh, things in marketing and advertising um, for outside brands, nothing to do with drifting. Um, kind of like consulting in that sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, film is definitely where I'm trying to go. Um, drifting just kind of it, it's weird because I explain it almost like every driver explains it. Like I just went out and I, and I just got a taste of one event and now I'm hooked and now I'm in debt and I have no money. And my girlfriend hates me because my car is being built and I can't afford to give her a Valentine's day gift and blah, 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 blah. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, that's kind of, that's kind of the trap that I've gotten into. And I think it's just drifting. It has nothing to do with being a driver. It has nothing to do with being a mechanic or being a media guy. Like, it's just drifting. Once you get into this, it's kind of like you you get sunken in, you know, or sucked in, you know, to a certain extent. So that's kind of where I am, where it's like, shit, I need to make something out of this drifting. So that's the only... That's the only thing kind of what I'm doing right now that's a little different is I'm kind of scouting new talent because I think there's definitely a space to create content for like some of these streaming platforms, you know? Yeah. Like like Hulu, Amazon, Netflix, like Disney Plus, all these different platforms are starving for new creative content. And drifting is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and then you know to the point with shows like damn i can't even think of the the damn name of the show that everybody was just on hyperdrive yes and shows like that yeah like with being such an original show like that's exactly maybe it doesn't need to be like like a game show but to tell a story of drivers who are essentially nobodies uh and sharing their story because they're following a dream exactly so that's yeah i mean to do something like that would be super dope but it's it's been done so now we have to kind of figure out like how can we do something that's even more different you know but um but yeah it's something that i'm me myself i'm I'm entirely devoting this year to Mm -hmm. uh finding a project like that and kind of sticking to it i have a few projects that i'm working on uh, one of them with Rathina Gomer, Lady Z, um, which is Rathina's Kitchen, not a kitchen. Sorry, Rathina's not a kitchen. Um, that was a cool play on words. <laughs> Looks like a right? kitchen to me. And it's a total kitchen, yeah. But And it's so funny because we do such simple recipes on the show, but Rathina really is uh, like such a genuine character that it's so easy to like edit her and put the put the final piece together and it just looks so good because she's really good on camera um so again characters you know that's what i look for um and then with brianna lynch uh i'm gonna be covering i believe the whole year her media depending on how her schedules work out Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then we have one series that we're going to be covering when we're covering events, like we're covering people. We have that series called Track Life, and that's pretty much documenting and kind of, I guess, in an essence, vlogging our experience with working with the people we work with and just kind of like being at a track and the experience that we have at a track. And then Drift Day is the most recent series that we're putting out um, that revolves around myself and driving for the first time and being on camera for the first time. So it's kind of a little bit of a lot of firsts for me. <laughs> so you don't necessarily like being on camera yourself? Uh, I don't. You but know, you gave it's me kind of shit. Weird. You know what, dude? <laughs> but I fucking did it, all right? I did it, and I'm, and I'm editing it right now, and I'm about to put that video out, I think. What's today? Monday? Today's the day. I think I'm going to be dropping it Wednesday, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you gave me so. shit for not wanting to do it. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, look, I had to suck it up. It came to the point where Naoki's like, look, you got to suck it up, and he's even willing to put his name on the line and uh he's he's putting some investment into me to make this a reality and i don't know what the fuck he sees in me honestly i have no idea what naoki sees in me but he thinks that i can do what everybody else that i'm doing for them he thinks i can do it for myself so that's kind of comforting i guess i i guess you know I, it's kind of cool when somebody believes in you past what i guess other people have uh, I think everyone that I've worked with kind of has, they don't, not, not in like an offensive way, but they take full advantage of what I do for them because what I do for them like makes them look good, right? Yeah, I agree. So I kind of, I guess I kind of need to do the same thing for me and it's just time to grow a set of balls and get in front of the camera and, and just, you know, show that, I guess. And I'm definitely not trying to be over the top. Like I'm not trying to be a character at all. I'm not trying to be someone fake or something like i'm gonna have awkward moments in front of the camera uh but what's great about that is i'm editing so i can edit it all out you know? <laughs> yeah exactly like when i fuck up on this thing oh i oh those yeah. are gone yeah yeah but no, don't get me wrong all the fuck ups that i capitalize on everybody else that i like make fun of when i when i film and i put it in the videos i'm gonna do the same for me so i'm not biased in that sense no oh, we'll see um <laughs> uh, what what do you guys do you guys have like a setup for pro am guys who are like are interested in trying to maybe work with you, get some media? Um, do you have something yeah. where you guys are like a set pricing? Like, hey, I'm already gonna be here. If you want something, I can get you a video together this long for this much. Yeah, actually, uh, I, I'm just starting to kind of structureize that now. I'm actually trying to work with the coordinators of these events to be able to incorporate a charge or a cost. Mm -hmm. uh into like say like an andy slady it costs like 60 bucks to drive for like 20 more dollars you get raw footage of your driving oh, so okay. you'll be able to kind of like have something to post um and it's everything from like 4k to like slow-mo 120 kind of stuff that's that's and that's just that's like a raw footage a raw uncut video like Right, yeah, it's just pretty much raw. Um, and then with the coordinators, I'd be able to give them the raw footage and they can disperse it amongst whoever paid, you know? That's actually that's pretty my, sweet. That's my goal, uh, just as I can make some quick cash, you know, going down there kind of thing. I have my contracts with who I have, who I cover, but it doesn't, you know, hurt to make some extra money. Everyone's trying to do it. Why not? Hey, you got to make a living, man. 
Especially exactly. for somebody who's like doing this full time, like you know, I assume you don't have a day job. This is your uh, day this job. This is my day job, actually. Well, I mean, this has become my day my day job for the most part. But uh, yeah, a lot of marketing and advertising are type consulting for different things. That's that's pretty much like what I do, and that's kind of like it's what's crazy is. Um, I've been given perspective that I'm not really like a media person. I'm more of a branding agent, I guess. That's what they called it. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. I uh, I think in the grand scheme of things, if I ever walked up to a driver and said, hey, I'm a branding agent, uh, let me brand your media, I think they would probably... Tell you to fuck off? Yeah, tell me exactly, but... Um, I guess that's what I do. And it's true because like with everybody that like, think about it with, uh, Brie, with Brianna Lynch, um, I created a series called the many faces of Brianna Lynch or Brie Lynch, mm-hmm. uh, kind of, kind of revolving around the many different emotions that, uh, a, a driver goes through, uh, any given day at the track. So it's every, she kind of goes through everything from like being happy to being nervous, to being embarrassed, to being you know excited just all these different real human emotions going through trials and tribulations of drifting exactly so she should be dropping that video on her youtube sometime soon also but um but that's a series that i'm kind of dropping on a wisdom level that i'm hoping i can kind of capitalize on with that and where was i going with this (laughs) sorry i got distracted uh i think what would, what would be, like, some good advice that you wish you would have had when you were first getting into this? Don't fucking do it. <laughs> no, I, I even as far as, uh, like, making these videos and stuff like that. Don't like, getting into media. No, no. Honestly, you know what's crazy is that was the advice that I was given. Really? Um, coming in, everybody... Yeah, and what's crazy is I hate people telling me what to do and what I should do. Oh, I'm the same way. So nat- naturally, when somebody was like, nah, there's no money in drifting. Nah, you're not going to be able to come in drifting and, and do anything with media. Nah, everyone's going to take advantage of you. I was like, fuck that. Like, I'm going to go in and I have to some way make an impact. And yep. honestly, that could probably be the best advice that I could give somebody. If you're going to go into anything... You got to do it with purpose and you got to, you, the intention needs to be to make an impact. Otherwise you're just doing what everybody else is doing and you're saturating the market even more. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. So as long as you're doing something different in my eyes, you're doing something right. Like I have a, like a stigma about like, uh, bloggers, not like on a personal level, but it's just like, I always see them like, damn, you guys are just doing what everybody else is doing. And I get it. It sells, but it becomes like a popularity contest. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that's and that's kind of like when I was coming into this, I was like, dude, I don't want to vlog because everyone's doing it. And, and it's just kind of it's redundant. It's repetitive. And it, it's just not something I wish to do. And that's that's what, what was going to be different about me doing this was that I will never you will never see a clip of me holding the camera, talking to the camera. I'm always going to have somebody filming me or I'm not going to put out anything. Yeah. Yeah. OK, I can appreciate that too it's to me like it's still sure kind of the same much thing much different but you know <laughs> yeah no i just i have no desire to do it like i see everybody post the videos like i watched like my son watches a lot of youtube you know he's eight so mm-hmm. he watches these guys like and they all kind of have the same way they kind of like talk the same way like and this isn't even car shit 
Um, oh yeah. Just the way the YouTube YouTube has like a standard thing that everybody does, and I noticed. And uh, like oh, I dude, watched that, and then I watched like an Adam LZ video one day um, when he talked about him going to Pro Two. Like I was curious what the hell was going on. Same thing. I was like, you know what's so weird is is ninety percent of the people who are on like a social media platform that have like pretty big following, for example, like Adam LZ. And no offense or any disrespect to anybody that I'm mentioning, but for example, like Adam LZ, like have you ever met him or talked to him on the track? Uh, no, I've I've been at the same place as him like a long time ago. My first drift event ever, he was at Grange, um, but I've never spoken to the guy. Even trying to get to meet the guy is super awkward. Like I'm noticing all the people that present themselves on YouTube that present themselves as extroverts like they're talking to the camera like they would talk to you if they met you once you meet them in person they're super introverted mm. like don't even really kind of want to take the time to say hello and what i noticed about myself is i'm completely opposite like i'll go to the track and i notice when people kind of give me like the cold shoulder and i'll legitly walk up to them and be like what's up man you know <laughs> Because that's just how I am. I'm, I'm totally out there in a sense where I, I you know, I got, I got to say hello to people. I don't typically say goodbye a lot of times. Sometimes I, I do the whole Irish goodbye thing. Same. But, <laughs> but I do try to, like, at least let my presence be known, you know. And that's without, a, that's without any type of social media real presence. I mean, I got, like, what, 16,000 followers on Instagram? That, that ain't shit. You know what I mean? Like, nobody knows who the fuck I am. Especially because I don't even show my face ever. Yeah, same here. I think I have one picture. I, a, I actually we have a picture together that uh, Ryan took. <laughs> yeah, that I'm. I, it's the back of my head, bro. <laughs> hey, you're in it. Don't bitch. Don't bitch. <laughs> I, you know, I appreciate it. Thank you. Man. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's my whole point. Is like I think, I think me doing this is gonna be different on so many levels, just because I, I'm a total introvert and I'm trying to extrovert myself on camera, and I do it and I do it in person already, so. Yeah, a lot I'm of not a new things for me, man. I'm not a big in-person person. Like <laughs> yeah. I could see someone I've known for years, and like we don't have to say hi. Like I'm cool with it, as long as you don't make it weird. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like when you run into somebody from high school, you're like, uh, move, get out of the way, so you don't, they don't see you. Yeah. yeah. It goes that yeah, way. Yeah, you too. go. You go down that. You go down that uh, bread aisle. You already have two loaves of bread in your basket, and you walk down that bread aisle because that's the quickest way out of the situation. Right? Pretty much. <laughs> I totally get it, man. Uh, so, are you going to be working with anybody else for next year, besides the few mentioned? Are you? You have other things in the books coming out? Uh, to be completely honest right now, uh, the only people that I really have booked to work with are Brianna Lynch, Rathina Gomer, Don Shredda, um, Steven Jasper, obviously Naoki. Um, and that's kind of it right now. The pro level guys, we'll see what happens. As far as I know right now, um, everybody is kind of getting their stuff taken care of. So everything's good. <laughs> yeah. Do, <laughs> do um do people kind of like start off with you and then realize like oh I can't afford this but even though they should be able to or they it's a good investment in my opinion. 
You know what? Um, there's two types of people right now. There's the drifter that is capitalizing on their media and not on their driving. And there's the drifter who's capitalizing on their driving and not on the media. And neither one of them is doing something wrong or, or, or right even in that matter. I mean, they're, they're doing it how they need to do it themselves. Yeah. I always go into uh, kind of like these business deals with these drivers and I tell them, look, I'm going to give you this much time of pretty much discounted work. Um, something that would have cost you maybe 5000 a month, I'm going to give you for like 500 a month, right? And you, you, you keep to that commitment with me a month. I will provide the media and build your presence and any, you know, sponsor that comes through that you can sell um, media to for the new year, for your season, whatever the case, then let's do it. And I give them a budget of what I need pretty much. Um, for the year um, and depending on who it is well depending on you know if I hook them up if I don't hook them up if they bring me more business if they don't bring me business you know and yeah I go from there um, but yeah the program the, uh, the two pro guys that I was supposed to kind of cover this year were Trent Beecham and um, Rome Charpentier who who both are going into pro one who are both celebrating their kind of their rookie year um, so I was originally supposed to go with them, but yeah, I, I guess I'm charging a little too much, which is okay for me because at the end of the day, you know, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of time and it's a lot of money to go out for four days and to produce as much work and it's exhausting, you know? So I had to price things so that it made sense. Um, and sometimes it just doesn't work with a lot of these guys' budgets. You have to understand like, dude, like it's cool to have the media, and I totally get it. I get it from the driver perspective. It's cool to have the media, but what if you don't have the budget to get the car out to the event? Yep. You know, so I, I totally get that perspective. Uh, and again, every driver runs their programs how they see fit. And yeah, and, and I support every driver that I've ever worked with. Even the drivers that I don't work with, I support. Um, but yeah. What do you uh, to answer go ahead. to answer your question? Sometimes it gets a little expensive. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you lose my train of thought. Sorry. What's your ultimate goal for this year? What do you? What is the? What is the long term goal for this? Or no, that's a short term goal. What's your short term goal for this year? What's your long term goal, like, in all aspects of what you're doing? Uh, short-term goal this year would be to, shit, that's a good question, dude. Honestly, I'm just going for the ride. Uh, short-term goal, I think, would be to be able to drive, probably buy a drift car, um, to drive more, to drive, probably get some more seat time for myself document that and to just create some really good storytelling content of the people that I work with. Um, Long-term goal, I want to create a full feature film. That's always been a goal of mine. I would love, I'd love to uh, tell the ultimate story. I think what that story is yet, I'm not too sure, but um, yeah, I would like to tell the ultimate story and it be a full feature film documentary style. Uh, yeah. 
That's the goal. That. Where do you? Uh, how res- realistically do you see that moving forward? Um, like just with because the way every like the budgets work, like with everybody who can't necessarily afford these things. Excuse me, one second. Sorry. All good. Man. Dogs are going uh, ballistic because my neighbor showed up and they don't like my neighbor. The one that dogs put- are bitches. No, no, they're not. Don't talk about my dog like that. <laughs> That's my baby. No, You're my such neighbor's a sweet guy, man. My- Dude, I didn't. Fuck. We won't get into dogs. I love my dog. Um, no, my neighbor's a dick. He's the one that calls the cops on me. Like if it's after eight o'clock and he hears anything over here, boom, That's cops. Funny. I was like, damn, I thought the noise <laughs> fucking cut off was 10. But. Yeah. So what's next? Hey, I saw that you had posted, uh, like, if anyone had questions. Does anyone ever ask questions? Yeah. How does that work? They ask questions. I get them. Sometimes they're not good, and I delete those. <laughs> I can only imagine the shit talking that goes on in the DMs. No, 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 no. No, it, it's just... um my sense of humor is like if it was a dry sarcastic dumbass question like that was kind of like controversial i would ask the shit out of that fucking question because that's my sense of humor but when someone asked me like where the fucking what was what came first the chicken or the egg i'm like "Mm, we're we're not gonna go with that i'm good with these questions though (laughs) (laughs) oh you know what the good thing about having your own podcast is you could shut anybody out you want to (laughs) Cause it's oh, nice, nice. Uh, not to sound like an asshole and I don't do it on purpose, but you know, I'm just not, that's just not my sense of humor. And I don't totally feel it, man. Uh, I did get some from your girl, lady Z 33, Rathina Gomer. Uh, she asked two questions actually. Oh fuck. Three. Jeez. Let's we'll start with the first one. She asks, who's your favorite client? Hang on before you answer. <laughs> <laughs> she did the uh the <laughs> mm, the smiling emoji with the horns. Oh, the the devil one? Yeah. Okay, so she's being evil. I I see her. So she's yeah, her her <laughs> her intentions are not pure. When yeah, she asked that I question. That. No, actually my uh probably my favorite client would be the one who pays. <laughs> that's 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 a fucking great answer. The one who pays the most. <laughs> uh, no, not the most. Just, just the, the one who pays. pays. <laughs> yeah. The one that actually. Anyone that pays, they are my favorite. Oh, that's good. I paid you once. <laughs> yeah, you're my favorite, dude. <laughs> oh, sweet. One of them. One of them. Um, one of them exactly. Uh, cooking shows or drifting shows. Man, I want to put my I, I want to get into everything. That's why I'm I'm doing the cooking stuff with her. Uh, I I see a big market for cooking things, and I just I don't know. I've always wanted. I just want to produce everything, dude. I'm I'm this weird like. No, you just want your foot wherever you can get it. Exactly. Yeah. So honestly, anything I can get my foot in. Uh, I like the cooking and the drifting. She feeds me, so I was just gonna say that. Like, I know she fucking feeds you right there. There's no way she's making it, and she's like, "All right, later, dude." (laughs) That's true. You know what? Yeah. You know what? There's your answer. I would choose a cooking show any day, 
over drifting because at the drift track i'm barely able to get a bottle of water if i'm lucky yeah it is tough even uh as a driver it's kind of fucking hard to find time to like eat a sandwich that you made in the morning yeah um for sure. i'll eat it in my fucking car i don't care while i'm waiting in line on grid uh doesn't matter uh she also asked her last question was favorite event to attend as media favorite event oh you know what so far i've got to say grid life colorado really is that, that the only grid life you've been pretty, to that's the only one that i've been to i'm hoping uh, to work some things out this year with them to be able to cover some media uh oh, for shit, grid life sweet. specifically okay yeah so um i'm hoping to attend all of them this year hopefully dude that'd be uh, sweet. but we'll see hey yeah, uh, uh now that start. we're on that topic are you doing uh ls fest west I don't know. I think Rathina actually asked me if she was if she was going to drive that if I would uh, if I would cover her media. I'm not sure. I might I don't be, know I might be interested in that like, as well. Just a heads up. Um, that's going to be my first event for the year, most likely. Like I might get like some small seat time stuff, but that'll be like my first quote unquote like larger event. Uh, it's something I, I wanted to do last year, but I wasn't able to. And I'm hoping that I can kind of have my car together and financially be ready for it this year. Dude, um, you gotta you gotta slap a freaking drifting pro am logo on the side on that door of yours, man. It's happening. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Does anybody want to cut stickers for me for man. free? Um, yeah, dude, that stuff's expensive. Like, I was looking into get oh, yeah. like some shirts and stuff. Like, I don't have, you know, the four or five hundred bucks to put the money up. Even if it's three hundred dollars, like I don't have the money to put that up right now. Like, my money's so tight, like, going into this car. Um, like, I spend every dime I have. Like, I got my girlfriend's birthday coming up, Valentine's Day, uh, my sister's <laughs> birthday. Like, it just, it's like, fuck. It just keeps going. Dude, I know, it doesn't I know, stop. It's like, being an adult sucks sometimes. <laughs> but sure, I do dude. get to drive a race car, so that's when it's cool. Um, but, yeah, I might be interested in it as well. Uh, I know Andrew's going. Oh yeah, me and Andrew are going. We're gonna we, get a. We got uh, the whole posse. Yee. Well, we're gonna get a. We're gonna do a an Airbnb house, just right, nice. so we don't have to deal with anybody else. And I told him I was like, he's like, let's get more people to go to the house. I was like, mm, I I'd rather not have other people to deal <laughs> with, because that just kind of can be a huge mess. Because Andrew likes to like be inclusive with everybody. He tries to like include everybody, and that kind of gets hectic. Like, have you ever gone to, like, a amusement park with, like, a big group of people? Like, I, that's, like, one of the things <laughs> I do not do. I did it once, and I was like, oh, never doing that again. Andrew's uh, super cool, though, man. He when he, when he, gets he means really, things, really well. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. such a cool guy. Yeah. Um, I think I got another one. It was uh, the last question I got. was from Chris Coat 82 uh, accept- Acceptable drivers... Acceptable for drivers to offer media tips for photo video focus during an event. Is that a question? Uh, <laughs> it was. It meant money tips. Yeah, that, that's a question. Is it acceptable? Well, I'll reword it. Is it acceptable for drivers to offer money tips for photo video focus during an event? I would assume, yeah, right? As long as it's they're covering oh, the rate oh, yeah. that you charge. Yeah, I mean, it's to, like this is the first thing I want to say to any driver that's approaching a media 
guy and and maybe the media guy might not even think of it this way but it's just kind of like a respect thing you know it's kind of one of those things where you got to approach the media guy with what his rate is you know like yeah don't just that's, be like, i feel the same don't, way don't just be like hey can you shoot me some photos like i have so many dms and it's no disrespect or offense to anybody you know i got so many dms of people like hey did you get footage of me and i'm like yeah i might have and they're like hey shoot it my way and it's like, dude, that's not how you approach <laughs> okay. anyone. Hold you know? your breath. Kinda, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of like those things where you got to ask first, like, what for, for this photo, you know, what do you want for it kind of thing, you know, and then go from there. Um, no. But just to kind of expect it right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, tipping is cool if the person is just like whatever. You know, if the person just sends it to you. Like, I know plenty of guys that just send photos and say, shout me out, you know. Yeah, I do too. Um, and then uh, if, if I have some money, if, I'll send it to them. Yeah, and that's the thing. If you want to tip them and you have their PayPal or, you know, whatever the case, then send over whatever. Anything helps for sure. Yeah, and then, you know, you know, you have to value your work for any I think anybody who does anything, you got to you got to put a value on your work. Um I've seen some guys kind of like value their stuff kind of high for some like real mediocre stuff. And <sighs> Yeah, I've seen that too, yes, and that yeah. and that is what saturates the market. That's its own topic. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Honestly, it is. like I, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything more than this. But honestly, me personally, I'm getting really, I'm getting really sick and tired of people celebrating mediocrity, right? So it's like everybody who hypes up the person who put out like a video that's it's just one run maybe it's an overexposed run maybe it's the color doesn't look right or the sound doesn't look right or sound right or i don't know the music or whatever but they're like putting it out there but just because they're in it you know they're like oh this shit's sick and this shit's dope and blah 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 but it's it's there's really nothing special to this type of media you know and and i'm sure all these guys are out there totally about quality or a totally totally about quantity over quality because sometimes if you have four posts it's a lot better than receiving one really good post you know yeah and i get that there's a market for it but it's just like i hate seeing posts that are celebrating things that are not different or that shouldn't really be celebrated you know i don't know that's just my opinion that's why i don't like i will post that i've posted something but I genuinely appreciate when anyone reposts my shit because I don't feel like it's the best of the best. I just feel like it's different. But when somebody does that shows appreciation for me, I, I definitely like I'm appreciative of it. And I'm sure anybody else that gets reposted, they feel the same. I feel the but same way. I just way. feel like it, it's getting their heads a little big is my is my uh, take on it, you know? Yeah, but that's how some people like perceive things. Like, oh, this person reshared my stuff. Like, I must be doing great. But, um, and that's not the right. shit on anybody. That's not the shit on anybody. But it just, no. you know, they're sharing your stuff because you're giving them free. You're probably giving them free um, media, and they're right. as, me as a driver. I'm very, very appreciative when somebody does. Um, even like with the podcast, sometimes I'll get a random person to just like share the podcast. I'm like, oh, shit, thank you. Like, you know, that, yeah. that's not something that they have to do. They're not paid to do it. I didn't ask them to do it. They just do it. 
Yeah, but it's it also shouldn't get to your head, right? Like, oh no, 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 remain- no! I don't think this is a fucking great show. In all honesty, I think it's a no, shit but, show. Well, but what it- I, so my point to what I'm saying to this is like I feel like when people do this for the media guys, I feel like it gets to the media guy's head. Yeah. So it almost like it almost like uh, in a way like pumps them up to think, well, now I can start charging more, or you know, now I can kind of like maybe get in and try to build my clientele a little a little more kind of using this hype you know kind of it, it's weird it's a psychological thing but using this hype as that as motivation to be like oh i'm doing something great i'm doing something great i'm gonna put myself out there as if i'm doing something amazing and it's just it's just not that amazing you know yeah and i that's how that's exactly how i feel like even with this like i don't think it's something amazing i think it's cool like it's something different and it's, it's not really offered anywhere else like to have this podcast about you know prime specifically um but i know it can be better and that's kind of like what i've kind of been thriving on is just to make it better um mm. get more quality guests not not to say that guests i've had in the past are like not of quality but just get more quality information instead of just always telling the same story over and over of like, what's this program guys doing? What's this program guy doing? Right. You know what I mean? Trying to get exactly um, like the last show I had of last year was with um, damn I can't think. Of it. I'm terrible with names. Sorry if you're listening to this. He works at Deechworks, and he was on to talk about fuel systems, but he also drifts. Dope. So and that's just kind of stuff I'm trying to have on do now and i'm trying to get more like tech info out there because like the forums are dead uh everyone's on facebook groups now and even that can be kind of rough because some people are just lazy and don't want to read through shit but maybe they'll be willing to listen to a podcast or you know a lot of people are willing to watch youtube videos but i'm not gonna make youtube videos of this i might make at some point i may like put this on youtube but as of right now it's not happening yeah, that's what, and it's crazy because everybody suggested that to me too. Oh, you got to do YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. And I'm totally not doing YouTube. Um, I'm sticking with IGTV. So all my stuff that I'll be producing for my own series type stuff, it'll all be IGTV based. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. And is that, are you, are you going based off of like analytics from stuff like that? So, um, yeah, actually what's crazy is, uh, before 2020, I was telling everybody, like, I think I was even telling everybody maybe six months ago, uh, that they need to jump on IGTV. And the reason why is because, um, analytically YouTube is dying. It's just, it's, it's like a Facebook of social media, um, or video streaming platforms. It's just, it's gotten to a point where it's so saturated that nobody wants to kind of click a second link to get somewhere else just to watch something else. So Instagram is going to start incorporating advertisements in their IGTV streams. So it's kind of very important right now that you, that everybody on Instagram kind of utilize and capitalize on IGTV because in maybe a year, two years from now, it's going to be just as hot as YouTube was when YouTube was hot. Yeah. It's just kind of like how things are playing out, you know. No, no and you and and you'll see a lot of you'll see a lot of people complaining about the analytics of YouTube and how they're not getting as many views or subscribers or whatever, what have you. 
as they were before back in the day. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely saturated because everyone's doing the same thing these days. Exactly. And then trying to work. So that's with, why. What, what was that? Trying to work with like other people like within my age group who are so used to like the um the internet age of how things are going to move forward and it kind of seems to be like dying because people are like how many followers do you have i'm like shit like i don't have anything well that was my that was my original take on it too that instagram is just going to take over when you meet somebody what's the first thing somebody asks you for it's not your number it's not your youtube channel it's what's, your Instagram. What's your Instagram so I can follow it? Yeah, or your Snapchat, your whatever Instagram. the fuck it is. So, so why am I gonna want to go to your Instagram just to follow another link to your YouTube page? I just want to see your shit on your Instagram. So that's why IGTV. Once it came out, I was like super stoked about it, and I had this idea of creating quote unquote an IGTV original series. You know how like Netflix has their Netflix original series. Uh huh. So I came out with that idea of doing IGT, the original series, and I started it with, uh, I think I started it with Rathina's? No, I started it with Steven Jasper. Um, with his series of, uh, That's Drifting. So that's his series, pretty much. Yeah, I like that title, too, because it's a shit show, and he blows the motor, like, immediately. <laughs> and yeah, that, and that is Drifting. And that's yeah, definitely. funny enough, I was uh, I was on my way to SEMA with Slobby Squat. Shout out to Alexi. He uh, he's the one who kind of like we were talking about all these different ideas, and we were talking about uh, you know just trying to expand as a business. And I was telling him about all my ideas for like IGTVs and doing series based stuff. And it's funny, I forgot where I think we were watching something. Uh, at SEMA, somebody crashed, and he was like, that's drifting. And I was like, dude, that's so funny. Like, that's such a funny, like, uh, it's such a typical phrase that you hear at any drift track event. You know, like, that's drifting. Yep. You know, somebody's bumper falls off. Oh, that's drifting. Somebody's motor fucking has rod knock. Oh, that's drifting. That's, like, everybody's phrase, you know? Yep. Comes so with the territory. I caught on to that and was like, and I was like, that's totally something that can be something, you know? <laughs> so I ran with it and I just made it, uh, I pitched it to Steven and was like, hey, would you like to have your own series that documents your progression throughout your pro-am, your first year in pro-am? And he's like, yeah, I'm down. And we talked about budgets and stuff and we just made it happen. Sweet. But yeah. I wish so that's the- drifting is going to be a cool thing for sure. All right. What uh? What events are you going to be at this year? What's solidified in your schedule? Well, everything pro am for sure. So everything in top California. Drift, everything in California, right, right. California. I I don't do Lone Star Drift. I mean, if 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 somebody were to have me come out to film for them, I wouldn't be opposed to it, you know. But um, that comes at a cost. Everything in this, everything in California for sure. I don't think I'm doing any FD rounds, and if I if I'm covering any FD rounds, I'm probably going to be sending somebody out to cover the footage instead of myself. And then I'll just probably do the editing once they get back. Oh, okay. Um, so as far as I know, probably a lot more grassroots local events like Willow and, and a- Apple Valley. I think I'm going to Circuit Spirit. I'll be covering Bree Lynch there. And yeah, I mean, 
I'm going I'm going to start posting on my Instagram more events that I'll be attending as I find out that I'm going to be attending them. Oh, sure. Okay, cuz you're basically following certain drivers there, right? Yeah, exactly. I okay. mean, if if and it, I might just attend some just to create content and show up and just kind of hang out with people too. That If I'm uh, Why don't you, if, you, if I'm you have you ever just decided to leave your fucking camera and just come and hang out? No, never in my freaking life, except for uh, this last Saturday when I got to drift at Naoki School. Maybe you should do that one time. But then you'll be like, yeah, fuck, I wish I caught that on camera. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what I feel already without even having to experience that. What about like just strapping a fucking GoPro to your chest and just walking around? <laughs> that's what people tell me that I should do. Dude, do it. I have some- I have some pretty funny moments uh, with people and like even just at the track, being at the track. A lot of funny shit happens, I guess, in my life. Life's a cinema, you know? Yeah. And uh, the, I think a lot of those, a lot of the moments we have at the track are like moments you should have been there that could kind of be shared to a certain yeah. extent with like a first person view camera, maybe. But then that, That's that might roll into, that might roll into you holding the camera. In vlogging, yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't mind. I, I, I'm. I've been told that I break the fourth wall. The fuck does as that the mean? audience. So, like I'm in, in film or in, the, in theater, in theater, uh, breaking the fourth wall is like being the audience. Okay. So a lot of times when I'm in the content that I create, you'll hear my voice in the background. Like I, I'm almost interviewing the person like, hey, how's the day going or how you feeling or blah, blah, blah. And I kind of break that fourth wall for the audience asking almost for the audience how this person's doing or, you know, yeah, you've done that with, you did that with my video, like specifically. Yeah. So I know yeah. firsthand. So, and, and I think that makes people comfortable too, being in front of the camera as well. Because they're talking to a person, they're not just talking to the camera. Because they're talking to somebody, exactly. It's yeah, and, and, I think and that's, that's what a lot of people... I'll say this, like, okay, so, like, I've told you how I felt about being on camera. Like, I have no desire to do it. And then that one day, I didn't even know you were recording the whole time. There was, there was things that you recorded, like, and put on that video that I wasn't even aware of until I saw the video, and I was like, oh, oh, shit, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, man, you, you gotta be sneaky. A lot of these people don't let you film them, or they get all weird in front of the camera. You gotta be sneaky sometimes. It's just the media. Thing, yeah, you know? I'm just not comfortable with it. Um, but I, it? but I was, I'm not mad that you did it. Like, I was like, cool. So it doesn't look like complete shit. <laughs> yeah, because then I, I kind of feel mad. unnatural. Exactly. Yeah, and that's one thing that I've always stressed. I don't like people to feel. Uh, a certain way in front of the camera it should just be natural because that's that's what's going to give me the good stuff you know to work with to be relatable i think what i'm finding out right, the most exactly. is to and on any platform like if you're trying to do something you got to be relatable yeah exactly uh, what's the common thing you see from drivers doing like that are that are sketched in front of the camera that maybe they kind of overthink kind of like with what again? i did like not wanting to be on camera like what would you what would you recommend to like to get out of that because you're also a person who doesn't like to be on camera but you're behind the camera right so and now i'm being forced to be in front of the camera well you're not being forced you're making yourself do it uh, you know what man it's <laughs> it's a forceful thing that's happening <laughs> <laughs> you're like i don't love it <laughs> um, yeah. no that's uh, uh, honestly 
I would have to say it's a decision. It's it's kind of it's a mindset. Uh-huh. And it's a, it's a decision that you have to make. It can't be something that you're going to teeter totter on. Oh, one day I'll I'll be on camera, or oh, oh tomorrow I'm gonna do it, or you even try to do it today. And you're so horrible, or you're judgment. You're judging yourself so much and uh-huh. critiquing yourself so much that you just don't put it out there, kind of thing, right? Yeah. So I think it's one of those things where you just have to weigh out the risk and the reward. You know, like for me personally, the reward out of all of this is going to be far more greater than the risk. I mean, I'm not going to go homeless because of this shit, you know? Yeah. But same. But the uncomfortableness of editing myself, of hearing my voice, like I think that's one of Naoki kind of taught me that he's around a lot of like stunt people in Hollywood and all that kind of shit. And he's like, the number one thing that's going to get to you is hearing your voice on camera. Because you're you're used to hearing something when you're speaking, and then it's completely different when you hear it like coming out of speakers. Yeah, right? same here. Like I know what I hear, and, and then I listen to this podcast. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need to I need to lower some octaves a little bit, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, how I feel. I worked at a warehouse once, and I had to do like a a page, and then like the first time I did it, like I went to speak in, and I like stopped halfway through. I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> oh, oh fuck yeah! I know that feeling. Yeah, and it's like. You, I couldn't finish. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, no, no, I'm good. Yeah. Take that back. Never. Yeah. Can you do it? (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, so yeah, it's, but I could see that. That makes sense. It's very. So it's one, it's just one of those things you have to do. If you don't think about it, you know, don't overthink about it. Just do it. You know, I've been, uh, I've been blessed to kind of have the opportunity to to practice a little bit in front of the camera with naoki or uh you do it in front of the mirror i don't do it in front of the mirror (laughs) no uh i'm not one of i think that's weird (laughs) thank you (laughs) i think it's weird i think i don't don't know if that's really effective because i'm my i'm my own worst critic so like looking at myself in the mirror i'm already talking shit to myself before i've even opened my mouth you know (laughs) I'm the, I, I'm the same way. Yeah, so I don't I don't do that, but uh, I I have done it in front of people that that uh, that have been around people that act and that are in the industry, and it's it's essentially an industry that I want to get into. Like at the end of the day, I don't want to be a race car driver's personal media guy. I don't want to on, honestly, if 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 it doesn't pay the bills, I don't want to cover drift media. You know, I just want to tell really good stories about really good people. Um, and if, and, they happen and, to be and if I have drivers, then they happen to be drivers. If they happen to be drivers or drivers, if they're companies or companies, if it's myself and I'm putting now myself in front of the camera and I'm doing what I did for everyone else, I'm doing it for myself and promoting myself and creating cool content. And maybe I can make money that way too. Why not? Yeah. Right. So yeah, just do it. Go out there and do it, man. Be on camera, Gerald. Nope. Nope. Yep, there we go. Well, <laughs> Talk, talk to me at uh, LS Fest if you're there. All if right. I, if I can fucking make, I hope I make it, dude. I'll I'll be I'll come out. I'll, if uh, if enough people are out there that I know, I'll come out for sure. Well, I know Andrew. Me and Andrew already talked about it, so we're most like I'll, I'm gonna try to go anyway. So you guys are for sure. You guys are for sure. It is like a ninety percent sure gonna happen. He's going through. He's finishing school. Like he's doing his internship. 
So he has a lot of tests and shit. He's like, as long, he's like, I'll know about two weeks before if I can go. He's like, if I got like a test coming up or something. So So, I was like, all right, cool. But I'll be there, man. Yeah. He's not like a make it or break it for me. Uh, I am like my own make it or break it. If I can't, if I can't make it, then, then I'm, I'm only, the only reason I won't be there is because my car is not ready. And that's the reason. So we'll see. Well, well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say a prayer for you. Okay, we're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> that's that's appreciated. Uh, <laughs> but all right, man, it is fucking getting late. Damn, this is a long episode. I haven't had one of these in a while. Uh, yeah, clip it, man. Cut it, cut it up. You got to cut it. You know. Uh, no, I don't. I'm gonna cut out the part where I want to go get my dog and another <laughs> part, like where, part. <laughs> where it's just silence for like thirty seconds. No. I think I was laughing in the background with your dog. Yeah, she's, <laughs> a, she's a mess sometimes. But Cool, man. Alrighty, sir. Thank you for coming on. Uh, I wish you the best yeah. this year. Hopefully all your endeavors uh, pay off. Yeah, man. I uh, I look forward to seeing you on the track, and maybe we can maybe. drive together one day. That'd be cool. You got to get a car first. I'm, you know what, man? Things are moving very progressively for me. Who knows? Maybe in the next couple of weeks, I might have my own car. Look at you. I, know, I, I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm falling into this drifting trap, bro. That's how it happens. It starts with the podcast. It gets my head all big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I think I can p- compete, and you're going to see me at the top drift. Uh, I thought the same thing, and look where I'm at. So. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you I can, you can compete. Will you be competitive? That's a completely different question. Like you can oh, go man. to you can go to competitions. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. So hopefully next year we're doing another episode at the beginning of the year, and you're talking about the, my surprise. Come to uh, drifting. Competing. Oh shit! Maybe, uh, maybe. Uh, that'd be cool, right? <laughs> yeah, right. All right, man. All you right. have a good night, sir. Thank you for coming on. Thanks I appreciate too. it. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. You take care and enjoy your evening. Sir. You as well. Have a good one. Bye.